When they are consuming your minds and your thoughts and your dreams, from the angels to the demons and to the mysteries unseen, there is no need to worry. There is no need for dread. It's just time to discuss the thing at the foot of the bed. Good evening, and if you're just tuning in, you're listening to 105.3 and 107.7 FM out of the beautiful city of New Orleans to UFO Paranormal Radio Network, and this show is called The Thing at the Foot of the Bed. I am one of your hosts, and I'm going to introduce my amazing co-host in just one second, a little bit, few housekeeping things. First of all, my name's Laura Lee Podfin. I'm a Canadian clairvoyant, medium, crystal Reiki energy healer, Akashic Records practitioner, spiritual teacher and mentor and rn i gotta give jody a shout out both dave and i know jody so hey jody long time no see um anyways uh where was i okay so i'm also a host on the network of my own show on monday nights called the angel rock and that is on monday nights 6 6 to 8 p.m eastern standard time live i'm gonna throw a quick plug in here right now if you guys I, I think you should join. If you want to talk to your loved ones on the other side, I'm going to have Jonathan of um, Keyworth of JK47 Paranormal, and we are going to be doing live intertrans communication. We did that last week about the last half hour of my, or this week, I guess, Monday, last half hour of my show. And uh, people were astounded with some of the things that came through. So we're going to be doing two hours on that. So you want to tune in. Also, if you like what you see, please like, share, and subscribe. And tell all your friends and family. Let them know we're here. We've been around for over 25 years, this network. We have a ton of new shows and hosts coming here. There's something for everybody here. We are streaming seven days a week, multiple shows. And when we aren't live, the network server, or net, sorry, archive server is running and it randomly picks shows over the last 25 years. So please be sure to check that out and let your friends know. Like I say, we've got lots of new shows and some pretty big names in all over different communities that are on here. Also, we are on TV. We have our own TV channel on the network. It's on Roku and we are streaming there tonight. I don't stream the Angel Rock there, but I do stream uh, Dave and I there with the thing at the foot of the bed. So how you're going to find that, you're going to sign into your Roku account, Go to the channel store. You're going to search UFO space P as in paranormal. And there's a drop down list. You're looking for UFO space paranormal and United Public Radio. Now, if you want to join in the chat, we've got lots of people here. And we are, uh, hang on, I'm going to highlight this because Faye was there about the ghost communication, well, not ghost spirit communication we did on Monday on the Angel Rock. Um, where was I going with this? See, now I start talking and I lost my uh train of thought, but I remember. <laughs> so if you want to join in the chat, like the rest, like Nicole Thomas Ryan, we've got Howie O'Dell, Jody was, is here, because uh, 80% of our listening audience apparently is audio only. So if you want to join in both my show and the show, our audience participative, we love to involve you in part of the conversation. So please join in. You can go to UFO 
Paranormal Radio on YouTube and Facebook. Also, we're streaming to David's YouTube channel, The Spirit Experience, as well as his group by the same name. Uh, we're streaming to my YouTube channel, which is Laura Lee Potvin. Uh, sorry, The Angel Rock with Laura Lee Potvin. And uh, my profile is public. It's under Laura Lee Potvin. We are on Canada's most... <laughs> And uh, yeah, you can check us out. Also, I'm going to add a few little extras here. Very good friend of mine that was a podcaster on Block Talk Radio. I was on her show many, many times. She used to call herself my adoptive mother. I just found out that Lois T. Martin has passed away. So if you knew her, please, and even if you didn't, please think of her family and friends and send prayers and, and think of them. She was a brilliant lady. I've actually posted on, on Facebook the show that she did on the Angel rock anybody that met her loved her she had a heart infinitely huge her knowledge base intuition and love that she had to give the world was was bigger than the universe so please keep her in your prayers and thoughts as well as her family i think i remembered everything dave so go ahead take it away Hi, guys. My name is David Hansel. I am a spiritual medium and a channel and an investigator and Reiki and all that other fun stuff uh, I love to study. Um, I was just uh, reading real quick. Hi, everyone. Um, how he came in and said tips top hat like he does. And then I put coitsies. So I coitsied. I coitsied back to you, but I just spelt it wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Well, let's say hi to the people we got here. So we got Jody Madala. Jody, I always post on Facebook um, on Mondays and Thursdays when our shows are out and every social media platform. So hopefully I will remember and I'll try and give you a reminder. We've got Nicole Thomas Ryan. Uh, we got Howie. I'm going to read face message. You want to read Jody's right after, Dave? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> Okay, so yeah, it's not a question, was, but yeah, go ahead. Just go okay. ahead. Read it. No, but I want to read it because there's a reason why. So Faye was there on the Angel Rock with me. I was not planning on doing ITC. It just kind of happened. I think most of the people that are in here were there on Monday night. But Faye, who has her own show called Faye's Angels, and her hubby and her do a show called Latino Psychic Visions on Wednesdays, and this mugs for you on Saturday mornings. They used to be on our network, and they've gone back to Facebook and YouTube, but they're doing but she was there and she asked if we could try and connect live with her brother Kenny and she says I was astounded last week brother Kenny came through so this is you want to share Jody's comment Dave yeah what does it say wow I need to write that down oh I yeah you can get this one I'm gonna try to take over here so yeah, well, high stone hobbit. I'm not quite sure what that means. I think that's an emoji. I'm not doing very good with these comments today. Yeah, I was put a bunch. I know we're we're both like, what is that? Let me get my glasses on. We're too busy um, both and no means. But, but high stone hobbit, and if you explain what that that's I, I it's saw an emoji. Chand, it's an emoji from YouTube. Chand orange covering eyes. Uh, yeah, so I know that YouTube does that when it comes up because they're over on YouTube. So it when you use some of their emojis, yeah, they'll end up putting the words in like the text for the emojis. Crazy, crazy, crazy. spooky alien kisses. There we go. Spooky alien kisses are awesome. Yes, yes. And Jody says she found a pen and paper. Awesome. Because yeah, I hadn't planned. I've been kind of thinking about it for a while. And Jonathan popped in. 
and he'd been on the Angel Rock before, and I've done some stuff behind the scenes with him one night. We did the Estes message when a convicted convict, Danilo Cavalcante, was, had disappeared. I believe it was in Pennsylvania. Uh, he was supposed to be going for life in prison, and he escaped by crab walking up a wall when no one was watching him. Oh, yeah. And uh, disappeared, one of the biggest manhunts in the U.S. Uh, U.S. Marshals were out there, elite forces. Almost nobody could find him. They eventually caught him. But Jonathan has such a gift with, with ITC or into transcommunication. It's mind-blowing. He knew where this guy was. And, of course, Dave and his brilliance, I share it with them because I said to Jonathan, well, you can't exactly, like, call up the U.S. Marshals and say, hey, I know where he is. Spirit told me. And Dave goes, well, they do have a tip line. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> There's always a tip line. Um, yeah. Did they find him in that exact place or was it? No, he had been apparently staying in that area. Yeah, and he was he was from South America. Mm. And he ended, Heather was there too. She says, I have about to him. say, I know he's a criminal. He did something bad and everybody's, but you know, he's going to be in there for what life? Mm -hmm. So, hey, he took a shot. You know, I, I gotta give up. If that's not if that's not the human spirit, I don't know what is really. I, I mean, blame the prison because this was a weakness that some a couple other people had escaped from. Not like him though, and he was a tiny man. He's South he's South American, yeah, and he um they never got away like he did. But he happily the dog got him. One of the um it was an Akita, I think, or I forget what, it was maybe German Shepherd, but the dog caught him. And finally, but he, they interviewed him to see how he had managed to escape capture. They had over 600 plus like specialists that catch mm -hmm. evaded criminals, evading criminals. And he said, you guys almost walked on me so many times. You just didn't even know that you did. So, yeah, they should actually, I don't know why they don't employ more and maybe they will one day employ more psychics. Um, when you were talking about that, did you get to watch if anybody who's watching one of my favorite, um, mediums, I started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite mediums who is in, uh, that I've always watched. And, and the reason I started watching her is I, I came across her and I realized we did our mediumship kind of the same. Uh, not the same exact way, but we did it the same way, kind of. And uh, her name's Doris Stokes. And um, anyway, yes. Doris was talking about how, yeah, Doris was talking about um, she had, she was at her home. And, and this is why I say we should incorporate psychics more or something to ask questions because mm -hmm. she was at her home and her cat was making terrible noises, like meowing bad. And she didn't understand what was wrong. And she was moving into that house that day, mm -hmm. you know. And then she finally was running around the house going, I don't know what's wrong. And she was trying to call a vet someplace. And she said, you know what? Why didn't I just ask the spirit people? I'm like, yeah, no kidding. You're a freaking medium. So she did. And they said he had a toothache. So she called up the vet and she said, could you come over to my house? You know, because out there, I guess they make house calls. Yeah. So could you come over to my house? And they're like, uh, yes, yeah, so it'll be about an hour and a half or so. And she's talking to the woman and she says, um, you know, Doris said, you know, it's for my cat and all that. And the woman said, do you have an idea what's wrong? And she says, oh, yes, she's got a terrible toothache. And the lady goes, how do you know that? And Doris forgot who she was talking to. And she goes, well, the spirit people told me. And <laughs> the, lady, 
the lady apparently like, uh, okay, we'll be there in an hour, but they were there in 20 minutes because they thought there was something wrong with her kind of, you know, because it's just kind of weird. But they yeah. got there and yeah, the cat had a freaking toothache and they gave it medicine and it was fine. But they ended up knowing who she was through her TV specials. But mm -hmm. it's like, you know what? Why not employ people who can see stuff? Not that we're 100% accurate like that, but there's, I mean, we both, Laura Lee gets stuff. I get stuff. Other mediums get stuff that's, that is really accurate. I will so. tell you something, two things. First of all, a psychic found a missing woman in Britain. They could not find her. They, they were dragging the river. She just disappeared. They couldn't find anything. This was going on forever. And a medium uh, took a walk around the area after they scaled back the search because they could not find her. She's a mom of two little children and people kept saying the husband did it. And she had been out walking her dog Willow and Willow was found wandering around with the leash dragging and there was cameras around like nobody, no, nobody could figure out what happened to this woman. And I guess a medium called the police and said, listen, I know this sounds crazy. I was out walking I am telling you, this is where Nicola's body is. And sure enough, I guess they listened. They had no other reason not to believe them. And sure enough, they found her. Yeah. I know because, so, you know, there are people out there. There are people who specialize in remote viewing who are very good. Now, most mediums and psychics, we all remote view at some point or pick up the skill at some point or come close to it. But there are people who remote view for a living. I mean, they boom, 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 do that. And then we have psychics and mediums who, you know, can get information and come close to a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've worked on a couple things where not me just by myself, but together, you know, we found certain people. So, I know what I was going to add. I was going to add this. Yeah. I forgot. I got so many things going through my head trying to remember what I'm going to be saying here. And we, oh, hold on. And we don't charge for stuff like that. No. Well, I, no. Yeah, we don't charge for stuff like or that. Or paranormal or this. So hi, Jackie yeah. Lane and Jonathan, your ears must be hi, burning. Jonathan. We're talking about you. But I've mentioned many times I work with two very close friends. One's a medium, a really gifted medium like yourself, David. And the other is... Um, very good crystals, Akashic records, and does has become has really fallen into her own with channeling. Anyways, um, I don't know what it was. We chat back and forth in our group, and I kept putting about the one lady who was going away and she wouldn't be around. This is just this week. And I said, I don't know why I'm picking this up about you, but I keep hearing antenna, 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 because she had, she has carpal tunnel and it's been flaring up and then it'll slow down, slow down. Mm -hmm wouldn't you know and she had already written this down before i talked to her and so she took a screenshot she had received that same message about a ten antennas and so yeah we pick stuff up right i'm not saying we're not all you know right and there's a lot of people who posers yeah, it yeah they are posers and and this has to be done in a control i always say that when you're looking for missing people or doing this stuff you don't just randomly go look for missing people you know that's for me that's you just trying to stroke your own ego but when you are blocked his social media i want to add that though the guy like people were begging him sending him money afterwards and where nicola was lost it, there was a river by there and it was a well-worn 
dog walking path and stuff. Mm -hmm. He just helped. He never took one reading. He closed all his social media so people couldn't message him. He didn't want fame or money or infamy. So I wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. Some people, you know, we don't, I know if I work for people, I do not do it privately because I have people mm -hmm. who try to schedule with me to find someone that's like, I can tell you kind of where it is, but it's just not going to work this way, you know, because it's hard to explain to people. You know, what's really funny is there are there is divine timing in things. And sometimes people aren't supposed to be found in the time you're supposed to find them for whatever reason. Maybe somebody had to learn something or something. Mm -hmm. So I would say, though, if we're in the right when we're with the right people, and like a group of psychics who don't know each other and it's through a mediator or law enforcement or something like that. I think it works beautifully. Mm -hmm. you know, or like, or like the guy you were talking about, how sweet is that? I have this information. I'm going to give it to you. I want nothing in return from it. Bye. And, and that's, that's how he was. He, because no. people were begging him because that's where I always throw this in my favorite YouTube channels. Uh, a lot of people in the paranormal, I found out actually follow true crime. And um, two of my favorites are Surviving the Survivor with Joel Waldman. Their tagline is hashtag best guests in true crime. And he gets incredible guests on there. He broke the news of one case um, of the sun had just been literally a week before Wednesday had been convicted. They're very well off, a wealthy family. And his name was Charlie Adelson. And the husband who they arranged a, hire, a murder for hire. Um, his name's Dan White. His name's just going right out of my head right now. Anyways, they've gotten away with this for almost 10 years. And now slowly they've been picking off the one that arranged it, the two that committed the murder against Dan. And then um, it's come out that the brother and the mother arranged this because the Wendy, the ex-wife, didn't want to be living in um, where they were in Florida. She wanted to be right down on the tip of Florida with her family. So what do they do? They take him out. Long story short. So Charlie, the son, the boy wonder, ortho, I think he's an orthodontic surgeon, driving Ferraris, living the high life. They were raised in privilege. And all this stuff that came out in the trial, it was pretty clear that the mother was part and parcel with this. So what do they do? Comes out of nowhere, STS Nation or Surviving the Survivor, end up breaking this news. He was sitting on pins and needles because it hadn't been confirmed. But apparently the mom, Donna Adelson and the dad, bought a one-way ticket to Vietnam and we're not going to come off. They were ready to escape on Wednesday night and the FBI picked them up and she has now been charged too. Like talk about getting high by the skin of your teeth. My goodness. If they had I got to tell you something real quickly. And I don't think I've told you this. I was sitting here a minute uh, and I thought about this the other day. And I thought I got to tell Laura Lee about that because I remembered it. Okay. This is about like psychics finding stuff. When I was, I believe I was about 25 at the time, which is uh, or 30 years ago. It was like last year. And, um, <laughs> but I was, and this is in the time of my life where I no longer wanted, okay. When I was younger, I saw spirits and all that other crap. And then I didn't want it anymore. And I just kind of grew out of it and wanted to just be a normal weirdo. And, but anyway, even though when you're in that, even when, for someone like me, even though I was trying to deny everything, it's always mm -hmm. somewhere going to be there, you know? 
And mm -hmm. I was coming home from the bar one night. I was driving home uh, from Milwaukee back to our house. Uh, probably about like 20 minute drive. But anyway, on the way home, I saw on my right side, I'm driving down this road and it's a real quiet road in the neighborhood. And the car is completely on fire. The car's on fire. Car? And I just drove by, my, not my, oh, no, the not car my car. Drove by it. Okay. And it was on fire. I mean, full flame fire. And I kept driving and I thought, I don't, you know, I don't know why I didn't stop at the time, but I kept driving and I know, or I remember thinking to myself, what the hell, there's, why aren't there any firemen or anything there? So I um, pulled over and I got on my phone, a phone, because this is back before we had like cell phones everywhere. So I went to a phone and I called the Milwaukee Police Department and I said, there's a car on fire. I just drove by and it's on, you know, so-and-so road. And I said, my name's David, you know, and I told him my address and all that. And I said, it's, it's on fire. I, said, I don't think anybody's called yet. And then I go home and this is about two in the morning. About three in the morning, they call me back and they go, where did you see this car on fire? And I told them and they said, there isn't a car on fire there. And I said, okay, I got to swear I gave you the right street. I'm sorry if you didn't, but you might want to look around because I, you know, and they just kind of hung up on me. And then they probably thought kids fucking crazy or kids, sorry, kids freaking crazy. <laughs> and flipping. <laughs> and um, that's how crazy that F word slipped out. But at about nine o'clock in the morning, I'm laying on the couch at home and there's a knock on the door and it's a policeman. And he said, is David Hansel here? And I said, yes, that's me. And he goes, you called in a car on fire last night? And I said, yeah, it was about two. He goes, it was two o'clock when you saw it. And I said, yeah, it was about two, 2.30. I said, I got off work as bartender at the time. I got mm -hmm. off work, I went home. And he said, and I said, they said there wasn't one. And they said, well, yeah, that car that you said in that road, he said it was on fire, but it was at five in the morning. And I said, okay. And he goes, do you think it might've been five in the morning? And he's just staring at me and I'm like going, oh, this dude's going to think I'm freaking I weird. I get it. Yeah. Said, I said, oh, maybe it was. I said, did you find out what happened? He goes, yeah. He goes, we just came over because we thought if you saw it there and just we wanted to see where you were because you, you know, called it in. And I said, oh, yeah, no problem. I tell you, I was probably freaked out for the longest time after that. I'm like, wow. I see the car on fire. And when I saw it. I mean, it was real, not in my mind's eye. I drove by like, okay, there's a car it's on fire. And it wasn't. It, I was seeing it before. So whatever car was there did catch up. Nobody got hurt or nothing, which was cool. You know what? But I have not talked to you really except about our known problem. It's not a problem. We love no. Yes. <laughs> but the thing is, okay, a lot of the clips that I've downloaded, if we end, end up going to clips tonight, deal with mm -hmm. many of the same things. That's what you're talking about. That's oh, so really? Funny. That is oh, mind blowing, but I would call that a premonition. But yeah, that was like, that was yeah, and and it wasn't in the weird thing about that, and it's still and it hasn't freaked me out for a long time because now I I, I know what I see now, and it's you know mm -hmm. 
kind of normal to me now. Back then, if I would have knew who I was now, I would have said, oh, okay. But yeah, to see that car, it was bright flames. I drove by, I saw the lights from the flames flicker my car. I mean, that it was real. It was not not real. It was real. Because I sat there, I remember after that cop left, when he said, when he, <laughs> that poor guy, and he said, you called in about 2.30, whatever. I said, yeah. And the thing was too, he said you called in about 2.30. He must have thought the whole thing was weird too and didn't want to press it any further because after that, he said, do you think maybe you drove by it later? And I said, well, how oh, would you have a recorded call at 2.30? Yeah, because it's on a call. Yeah. But although this was 30 years ago, so, you know, things are a little different then. No, but you're lucky about that because, okay, so I have met quite a few people that um, one in particular lives overseas that I'm close to, and they have seen many things that have gone on over in Europe that are going to happen, okay? And since have happened, and they're kind of disastrous, not like world disastrous, but where they're located. Mm -hmm. And I've had quite the conversation with them about this. And I have another person I know that has described it, that there is a serial killer this quite a few years ago that they are able to see through the eyes of the serial killer they know who they're stalking where they're doing this where it happens yeah. where they're dumping the bodies and i've talked with both of them like first of all how do you go to law enforcement about that second of all um it's terrible when you can see something like that and you like you said it was as real as your hand in front of your face yeah but the thing is you're being shown it ahead of time and those are the moments where i've asked spirit and said i know there's a purpose to everything but what is the purpose of you showing me this because what could you have done about it? Nothing anyways, right? You know, you can't. But sometimes, listen, and I was going to tell you about this too, and I'm glad we're talking about this on this show. Hi, Kelly Hopkins. Um, Hi, so Kelly. So it's really weird. And I, and, and I mean, if you want to say it's coincidence, that's fine, because I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. I haven't told you about this. What there is when I had so many dreams I've written down, they're in my book I'm writing about or the things that happened to me when I was in my NDE in my coma. So I saw a lot of stuff. And then the first second year after after the first year, all the things I saw started coming true, including uh, the dog and his brother. Things. But there's another thing I didn't know about until recently. Mm -hmm. One of the dreams I had when I was in there is I remember, and it was such a funky dream. I flew to Hawaii with some friends. And when we got there, it looked like, because I remember saying to somebody, I'm like, oh, wow, is the, the, the volcano erupt? And they said, no, it's on fire. And there was fire everywhere. And we were in Hawaii, which I thought to myself after I got out, that's odd. Hawaii has never been someplace I wanted to visit. It's not on my scope. I don't know why I had a dream about that. And it was funny that I was with, there with different people, uh, nurses and all these other places I was there with. And, and Hawaii was literally, you know, it was... I thought it was a volcano or something. They're like, no, it's on fire. And now what just happened in Hawaii not long ago, mm -hmm. it went up in flames. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, when, when that first happened, I, I sat there for a minute and I went back through my notes and I'm going, wow. my God, there's a freaking connection here. And, mm -hmm. and I think 
and, and it's not that I'm Mr. Premonition, but from my situation, they keep, they, they seem to have planted a lot of stuff that I saw during my NDE that is happening now still. And I'm like, it's weird. So I went through my notes again yesterday and I started going, okay, is there anything in here that's going to predict something awful mm-hmm. this time? And no, there isn't anything. I don't have anything awful that was. That's I think Hawaii and Notre Dame was the other one. I got the dreams for Notre Dame. The Notre Dame built, burnt down. Yeah, the, the church. That burnt down. Freaky. Like I said, I'm going to finish giving a quick shout out to my favorite YouTubers. I like to do that. Like Dave mentioned, uh, your little lady there, Doris, it is. You said Doris. I always forget Doris her name. Doris. Yes, she is funny. I started to watch you guys. You got to check her out. We've been gone for years now. But the other one is uh, Gisela Kay. She's from South Africa and she now lives in the Netherlands. I always say, I think she's got five clones with the amount of work she does. But the reason why I love both these communities, wonderful group of people in the audience. Uh, No drama, no nastiness is ever tolerated. Incredible. Oh, hi, Rose. Australia's in the house. Haven't seen her in forever. Nice to see you here. Welcome. And then uh, the other reason is she she'll pick a case that's how i found out it was nicola bully over in the uk she covered this case um Mm. but you can go back and she makes case files under the whole case she covers everything it's only truth centered and document centered and it's always centered on the families and the victims not on the criminals who commit these crimes because that's usually what happens people you know get obsessed with them also we got to give i'm going to give if you got any favorite paranormal channels feel free to shout them out but i'm going to add quickly love paranormal nightmare uh love the foreman brothers i think they're doing it for the right reason and i don't think they fake their evidence they always put usually a new upload on fridays at i think it's eight or nine eastern and then the paranormal files i don't know if colin's taking a break because i know the u.s uh thanksgiving is coming up this is it this week yeah this week right yeah uh, so. Thanksgiving, yeah. I'm positive yeah. it's this week on Thursday. Oh, wait, November. Oh God, I don't even know. I don't well, think I don't 16th. So um okay. oh you want me to put the names in the chat? I are you who are you talking about, Jennifer? All these names we're mentioning. I'd be happy to do that when because Dave, I'll take the wheel for a second, I'll do that, and then he can add Doris when I'm chatting. So um, but check these guys out. They go and help families they have for years. They have a TV show now, but these guys don't charge people. They've never even charged people to travel anywhere in the US to help families, and they do investigate, but families that are going through severe hauntings and and uh, they, use, they have a great show. They go live a lot Saturday nights. So they'll go live while they're traveling. You should go every weekend and they film. Uh, the Paranormal Files, I think he has a new show tonight because I usually watch it after our show. Sometimes it's Mondays. Sometimes it's Thursdays. He puts a new upload. It's Colin Brown and his family. And then the third I like to mention is Twin Paranormal. Now, they claim to be the only identical twins on the internet that do paranormal investigations. They get some pretty freaky stuff stuff they're on Sundays now the only reason I mentioned these guys is I you know these guys are sort of of the younger genre the last two paranormal files and twin paranormal because I think we need to encourage and support people that are up and coming right the youth are our future so I think it's important so Howie's going elbow cough well you don't I'm going to add this Howie to support you 
they get a little crazy on their channel. Every time they get evidence, they got to tone that down. Like every time something happens and you may not like them, Howie, and you're entitled to your opinion. And I'm not saying they're perfect. I'm not Which even, I, uh, I think he's probably talking about twin paranormal. It could be the paranormal files, but the reason why I like them is I don't know how, I don't know. I know I couldn't do this, but I order a three hour documentary every week and go through the whole history interviewing and then investigating. So each to their own. So check it out. I, I thought think. you were going elbow cough. That's what it says, elbow cough, kind of like. <laughs> so Howie goes, no, I'm liking, not bad. So my mistake. Okay, Jennifer, I will write them in. There's anybody you want to shout out? Yeah, I was trying to think. Is it, was, it, was, it Small Town Monsters or? Ooh. I think it's called Small Town Monsters. I watch, they do a lot of Bigfoot stuff. I mean, of course, you, you're not watching it. Um, obviously to see the evidence. Okay. I mean, there, there is stuff on there, but what it is, is these guys, they make long documentaries and they're, they're, they're so cinematic and beautiful. And um, I'm trying to type in if I can see the name, cause you guys should really watch their channel. I mean, there's a few times I've done stuff that I got, you know, they said, Oh, quit saying it's hurting this and hurting, you know, every once in a while you get those people on there. Um, I feel bad than... about Howie because I thought he was like, oh, God, these guys are because they do get a little over the top every time they get evidence. They get super hyper. So oh, they yeah. do need to tone it down. Hi, Shannon. Welcome. It is. It's called Small Town Monsters, you guys. Check it out. They do a thing in the dog man and everything. Oh, um, I got to break it They're not one of those. They're not the show that goes. What was that? What was that? What was that? It's a demon. It's a demon. It's a demon. What was yeah. that? It's the devil. It's eating people. It's Bigfoot. He killed 55 people. No, it's not one of those channels. They literally go through how they investigate stuff, and it's really beautiful. So I like their channel. Oh, That's cool. probably my favorite. I, I don't think there was a channel that I that I love, love, love. Paranormal channels to me, I watch them. Yeah, I've watched Twin Paranormal a couple times, and it has not bothered me. So that's but up they're there. over the top. But you know what I like about Ryan, one of the twins, is he treats the spirits with such um, respect and kindness and politeness. He's not rude. You never see them, you know, provoking or anything like that. So I do like that about those boys. Yeah, I do. The thing. With me, there are some of those shows I do watch for, and, and I laugh. So, like the Twin Paranormal, I don't just go, "Oh, I can't do this," and turn it off. It's pretty much, "Oh, that was funny." Okay, I got it. Um, but there are some paranormal shows. Oh my gosh! Oh like, no, yes. I just can't. It's like no. every everything. First they first they say the worst thing about the place there is, and then they it's just made. They're just selling fear, and and I don't watch paranormal shows to hear themselves fear yeah i i think the real world is scary enough i don't need to hear about that unseen world being scary too but i liked i liked some of them their techniques and that's what i watch and okay. when you can figure out which techniques are like the good ones or i've tried them before and i think they're kind of cool that's what i kind of watch in them hi shannon casey She's here. I'm just typing these all in because they, Jennifer had asked for them. Oh, uh, thank you, Stone Hobbit. 
Okay, what did Stone Hobbit have to say? I had that highlighted there. Sorry. We had her just telling us about her story. We didn't get the chance to go in there. Oh, well, she was seeing that. she was also seeing stuff when I was she's talking about um like when I was seeing stuff like Hawaii and the church, she was seeing the same thing and uh different things like that. I saw like a tsunami and all okay, this. Okay, so I'm gonna read her comment. She says, Yes, I yeah. saw kept seeing X marks the spot. I I got volcanoes and earthquakes, and I got a message in the clouds with what I thought was them saying hi, but on a map of Hawaii yeah. is H I. Oh, it was also getting Hawaii stuff. Yeah. And equals X. No, but because eighty percent of our listening audience is audio, that's why I'm reading. Oh, it okay, yeah. Understand. Oh, Stone Hobbit says have to fly. Great time, catch you again. Thanks, Stone Hobbit, for dropping by. We really appreciate it. Okay, I think I'm on the last second. I think I'm on Twin Paranormal for you guys. Hang on, I gotta unhighlight that. So I will. Um, Are you uploading? No. Uh, hi, Roger Garza. Garza, he says. Hey, What's up, Roger? Your ears must have been burning, Roger. I was talking about you and Faye earlier when she popped in. Okay, so you guys, I'm going to give you Twin Paranormals, the last one. Dave, I don't know what to look up. Is this on YouTube? Though I forget the name, so let me get Twin Paranormal first. Paranormal. Um, where are you guys? Oh, of course, I didn't spell twin properly, so it still worked. Thank God. This phone is possessed, you guys, I swear. So I have a lot of videos. Roger that i um go ahead and go to the videos let's chat about them because okay. some of them are fun it, well it's weird well not so weird because you and i do this all the time but some of the stuff mm -hmm. you're talking about predicting or you know the car seeing it before it happened or all kinds of things that had sort of similar videos but i also had other stuff because i had a bunch of stuff downloaded for monday night or, uh, for the angel rock and we ended up doing ITC and other That's things cool. we talked about, you know, filling up your own cup and, you know, being good to yourself and then the random act of kindness over the holidays. Lassie, what's the name of your place? One you mentioned, David, and I'll post it. Small Town Monsters. Okay, small. It's Small Town. Oh, found it. Never mind. It just popped right yeah, away. It'll pop right up. I think it's the only one there. They got some beautiful. I tell you, if you, if you, even if you don't like what they do, I think the videos are visually stunning. And, and these guys have been doing this for years and years. I mean, you have, I love Bigfoot people who research Bigfoot and, and paranormal people, but more on the Bigfoot side, these guys have the ones who have been investigating Bigfoot for like the past 30, 40 years. I mean, they are so dedicated. I mean, those people know. You will never, ever hear one 30 years later going, oh, wait, um, maybe it's not true. It's like they, they've seen too much at this point. I always tell people, once you go down the rabbit hole in certain things, you just can't climb back out. That's true. Now, somebody took a picture of the hat man. I thought, why don't we share that one? It's just a picture. It was in one of the videos I was watching that was pretty freaky. Oh, you guys, I should warn you, the wind is playing up majorly here right now. I already lost the internet. I was thinking, oh, crap, my phone's not charged that much. It's, so been, been, it's been going barely good. Knock on wood. Knock yeah. on wood. Okay, we'll present it. Now, it may be hard to see because some of these clips, too, I try to pick clips where you guys can see them quite well because otherwise it's, you know, it's just 
you can't see it. So this is pretty dark. So I don't know if you guys will be able to see it, but we'll add it and see. Now, the reason why I'll give a little bit of a backstory. The reason why this picture was taken, it was taken with a child's small digital camera. And in the clip, it was talking about, and it's just a picture. I screenshotted the picture. The little girl looked like she was about three or four and she kept, she didn't want to sleep in her room at night and she was crying and she kept saying, mommy, somebody's in my room. And parents couldn't see anything. And then I had to grab a drink. Sorry. Um, I guess her, the little girl and her mom were home. It was a daytime. Nobody else was there. And a little girl started taking pictures with her little camera. And then she goes, mommy, there's a man in my pictures. And I hope you guys can see this, but there's a man in this picture. Could be pareidolia, could be something else. I'm willing to entertain it. I'll try and make it bigger for you guys to see. But hang on. And it was a pretty good capture regardless. But I, I now again, we got to take the poster's word at this. But can you guys see? There's the hat up at the, um, I don't know if you guys can see this, but there's a hat. And then there's a figure standing there, all black. So that's not the first I one. I see it. At first, I was looking at the guy in the background. I'm like, yeah, you can perfectly see that guy. There's like there's like a movie in the back. Yeah. And now after when I looked over to my right, it's like, I can see where they see that. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't look like the shadow has a shadow. And Kelly Hopkins says, ooh, the hat man. I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, the hat man is the hat man's real. The hat man is the one who came after me in the um the dark okay. shadow dude in the yeah, the hat man. Yeah. Okay, this is what they're calling him. Now I have a close friend um that trademarked the um hat man or shadow man. She was one of the first people to talk about it. It's high it's Heidi Hollis and she does a lot. She um people write to her, she reads them. I think she's on Coast to Coast AM now. We've been on a couple of the same networks and um she writes books for kids to try and help them like, you know, help people understand this, um, what this phenomena is as well as she shared many of her own personal experiences. So I thought it was a pretty good capture. And Dave, yeah, it is. Before anybody, I just want to say something. Before every anybody who's listening or whatever, and they're like a chat man shout out. If you can't see this, it looks like a really good picture. So it does look really good to me. It's darkened um, out. It looks like a man wearing a trench coat. It does. It looks. It looks like it. I can see where they. Because you didn't even have to say hat man. I would have. I would have pointed. That would have pointed out. Um. Before anybody goes, it's hat man or whatever the evil with all that. I did have this when I was younger. It was like a guy in the hat like that. Who's that's the guy who floated across the park. And I said I had the dream within a dream. Mm -hmm. He came up to me and she came to me night after night. And then one night, uh, he came right up to my face in the dream. And when I opened my eyes to go, <gasps> and when I opened my eyes, he was standing right in front of me and then did it again. And then that's when I knew I had to do what I did. Mine was scary, but I was, those dreams started because I was living with somebody and I was with somebody who was not good for me and it was terrible. And I was going off to sleep in my own room by myself. So this scary looking thing, which I will say was scary, but when, as soon as after the next day, we literally broke up, it was the next day I broke up. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Hat man stopped coming around. So yeah, I've been taking advantage of your lower vibrational state being or or see world. my mind went to this. He totally helped me out. I wasn't going to leave. I had to have something happen in order for me to leave. 
because the moment that's how I saw it. Uh, that's how I saw it. That, um, yeah, I can interpret the dream. It wasn't even a dream. I mean, it's like it really actually happened. Well, there were stories so was, I've been watching a lot today. There were a few people that have talked about this. And in one of the clips, somebody was talking about that a lot of the people who claim that sleep paralysis, right? And we know that can happen because you don't move. So you won't move around and enact yeah. your dreams. But a lot of people that report feeling sleep paralysis feel like they... They could. They end up. I didn't have sleep. I mine wasn't sleep paralysis though, because I sat up. So Roger's asking, can you interpret a dream? And Roger, I want to answer that quickly first, though. Uh, well, um, I, I I have the same kind of outlook that uh, Laura Lee has. When it I comes know to we've dreams. talked about this before, yeah. um, and I'm just also going to add too. Out of the we had four main entities in our house. We did have a shadow man and a hat man, but I thought we had Dave. Both Dave and I, could we interpret a dream? I guess. Yes. But if you pick up a book, any book about dream interpretation, you will never find identical books because it's either somebody channeling it or interpreting it, depending on what your background is. You know, psycho if you're psychological, maybe you're going to go more to Freud, who knows, whatever, right? But the thing is, a person that knows what a dream means the best, believe it or not, is you. Because yeah. it comes from you. I do interpret dreams, but like, um, but like, like, like Laura Lee was saying too, there's all different ways to interpret stuff. And we have to be, we have to remember that because just like, just, you just seen when we talked about a shadow man and Laura Lee said, maybe he got off your energy, which is something we would assume. Yeah. But because it was my dream, my interpretation, that's why I said, I felt it felt good. So we have to go by what, like Laura Lee said, we do have to kind of go by what we feel about our dream. Mm -hmm. I, the one thing I will tell people though is don't, when you dream a dream and it happens over and over, um, you have to start remembering out, outside the things you saw. What did you feel? There's a certain color. How did you feel during this dream? Did the emotions change during this dream? Did you smell anything during this dream? Is there a color that stood out? Is there a person in there you didn't know that you might? You got to look at all kinds of things in dreams, I think, in order to get a really good interpretation. Subconscious speaks a different language than what yes. we think the computer part of our brain that we think does all the thinking. Our subconscious is always on. So if you're not able, like... Roger, you said, I, I couldn't find the true meaning. Well, you got to break the dream down, write it down. What did you see? What did you feel? Where were you? Who was with you? The whole bit, look at it and, and ask yourself, well, what does this mean? Don't, don't question it. Just first thing that comes to mind, write it down, write it down, write it, write it down. It may not make sense at first, but the best way to understand your dreams is you see me grab a book while I was writing notes here. Grab a book, Dave. I forgot to show you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. a, <laughs> a gnome book. A gnome book. And a pen. Some people have notebooks. She has gnome books. Okay, so Roger, for example, says, I was in the Gaza Strip, saw a man crying over his 14-year-old who was shot, and I saw blood droplets. Now, the other thing you have to remember, Roger, and you work in this field as well as we do, is that you could very well, we've even talked about this tonight, you could be being shown something, maybe remote viewing a bit, if you will, a clip that happens lots when I sleep. The other thing is that I keep feeling more, this is, this may very well be from a past life that you're, you're 
you could be reliving the energy. There could be many things. Just because we see blood droplets and crying doesn't necess necessarily mean it's the same um, interpretation as we would use in everyday um, um, day life. So like I say, it's something you're going to have to break down and take a look at. Now, I wanted to go back to Rose's comment because, Rose, I want to show this again because I'm wondering if you this saw the cool. guy in the TV. Um let me see if I can make this bigger again. Did you see this? I think you saw the guy in the TV. Let's move it out of the way. This is what we're looking at here. Okay, we're not, you saw it because Rose says, I see it differently to me. It's a man with blue pants, yellow top, head down with a hat on. Yes. Laurel Lee, God, God love you. God love you, Laurel Lee. Because I was sitting here when she, when she wrote that. I was reading it earlier and I thought, God, that sounds like a description I just saw. And then I was like, oh, I want a picture <laughs> no, I saw it out of the corner of my eye. And oh, so Rose funny. says, now I see it. Yes, as soon as I saw it, I thought, oh, goodness, she's seen the TV. Oh, I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love that whole scenario, how that happened. Because I thought I was it. I Rose, Rose, Rose I, don't, I think you were in, when she first put up the picture, that's the first thing I said to Laura Lee. I said, oh, I was looking past that and looking at the guy in the back. He looked like he was dead. <laughs> And Laura Lee's like, no, that. And I'm like, no, no, I see the shadow. There it is. It's my fault. I should have scooted it over or clipped it. But I, I found it actually literally before we went live. So that's my fault. That's not your fault. Oh, no, that was total. I bet for Rose. wonderful. Sorry, you saw it too. <laughs> that's my fault. She's laughing now. She's going, <laughs> LOL. Yes. Yeah. So now you guys yeah. know. See, we're live. Anything can happen live. Yeah. I was I was thrown myself, but it was very funny. It was funny, and I appreciate laughing, so I don't so care. So do I. Okay, let me go through here, because I got a bunch of clips here. Let me see. Okay. okay, I got the one from Slapped Ham that was crazy, the first one. Some of this stuff, don't get me wrong, um, I appreciate anybody that puts the work out there and tries to, to put together paranormal and sometimes he includes that real people can be scarier than than spirits at times. Yes, I agree. But the first one, it's a man in a, a hospital room somewhere, sounds like in Latino South America somewhere. And this man is running around with his arms up in the air and he's reaching to the sky and he looks like he's crazy. Oh, <laughs> like he had to be a, either under the influence of something, maybe undergoing a psychotic break because all of a sudden he stops. And he stares and then he kind of gets this creepy little smile on his face. That was creepy. But this clip actually had, I think, the one with the disappearing people. I think it's this one. I'll have to look, but I'll grab another clip while I'm looking. Hang on. Because I gonna, do go ahead, Dave. I'm, sorry. I'm curious. I'm curious to see that one too, what you're talking about. Okay, good. The okay. Disappearing people. Because remember, we were talking about that. Yeah. Okay. I definitely downloaded a bunch of stuff here I wanted to show you guys so there's let's see creepy there's jump scares this one um maybe what we'll do hang on I'm looking at this there's a scary compilation I did I don't know how long that one oh this is bizarre Bob I wanted to share you uh show that one do you want me to do that one because we'll go over some of the clips or you want me to sure, see if I can I find bizarre. the guy that was um the, the, the Bob. Okay, let's see if we can find the people disappearing. 
I have a whole bunch here because uh, Nukes Top 5, one of my favorite channels. I'm just letting it upload because I got to pay it, play it. Why is this on Facebook? This should not be on Facebook. Hang on. Now it's YouTube. Good. Okay. Let me go through here. I got to stop it and I'll see if I can find it in here. Oh, I got to play the ad. Sorry, guys. Let me mute it for you. I'm going to okay, quick run and grab a drink because my voice is going. Um, okay, let me see if I can find this guy because I think, let's see. Oh, this one, there's some creepy, creepy ones. This one's a human being. Let's see if this is the one with the people. Um, I'm just looking. Give me a sec. It's not showing up. It'll take just a sec here, guys, because he has a lot of clips. Um, this is on TikTok. So, no, this is a presence he was looking at. Let me go back a bit. It's in this clip. There was something that happened at the royal uh, funeral for the queen. I'm thinking, oh, geez, isn't that clip? Drink. They thought it was the Grim Reaper. And it, it wasn't. It was ending up being uh, one of the guards. Oh, David, you've just gone to grab something. So go get a, a drink, David, they said. So the one that um, it's actually one of the guards standing there at the queen end of the queen's, I want to say coffin maybe. And he's got all this fuzzy stuff all over his hair like grass. And one piece keeps lifting up and going down and being moved all around. That. I would say might be paranormal. I'm trying to find this one because this is a really good one about these people disappearing. So this one's got, there's a lot of people like ghost people showing up, ending up, um, they're ending up having like photo bombers. You know what clip I think this is, guys? Sorry, I'm going to check. It might be the other one I watched. I'll check the last clip of this. And again, I apologize. I just watched, here's the Queen's funeral one. So I'll play this one. So hang on this one's kind of interesting so give me a sec i think it's in the last one i just watched i will find this clip though people all disappeared simultaneously it went viral in a hospital in the u.s and then it's on the street in new york and i don't think it's fake because there's people screaming looking for their people who have missed are missing so we'll have to see what some um, what's what i will find it but hang on this one Oh, I yeah, well, why you're finding it as an why you're finding it oh did you find it i well i found the queen when i was talking about so i'm going to show you guys that one so hang on yeah whichever one you want to pop in i'm trying to find the people one because i saved it it's in the slapped ham one so give me a sec uh stream yard we got to add that okay let's add it the only thing was it's harder to make it big uh, YouTube, but give me a sec. Okay, so this is the Queen's funeral. I'll see if I can make it bigger. So once it starts, I gotta unmute it. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. He gets the history. Yeah, let me make it bigger, guys. Okay. I can't make it bigger. Facebook, I can. Hi, Brandy Reader. Okay, so watch, it's a little guard's headpiece begins to fray out to the side. It is as if lifted by some sort of unseen force. That was weird, I thought. Some commenters thought it could be caused by the wind. There is a candle behind the guard that's also flickering. However, the guests don't appear to be moving fast enough to be stirring up a breeze. Add to that, the headpiece's movement doesn't look like it's being blown about randomly. So is it the queen playfully making her presence known? Or is there another way to explain the movement? The guard's headpiece. 
Let me know your thoughts on this curious piece of footage in the comments down below. Okay, let me pause that. Okay. Hi, Brandy Reader, in case you didn't hear us. I'm going to find this clip because this clip is blowing. Well, can I comment on this one while you're going? I'm going to go. Yeah, why go ahead. That That's one? what I was expecting. Why, you why are you looking at that ahead, one? So dude. the Queen wants to me. I don't know what the rest of you guys feel. Um, I, 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 me, I, I don't particularly think the Queen is there playing with a feather. Just because of the fact, if you go through it, that's probably the least important either. thing she would do. Um, I, I, I do agree with what he said. When people saw a little bit of breeze and that the candle was moving. Okay, it's like right there. You have some sort of an explanation. But then he turned around and said. Um, something, but, but, but it's coming up different. So it's like, well, you just had your explanation and now you're trying to backtrack the explanation. I don't think that's what it is. And I will say from someone who is in theater a long time ago, I've saw like frilly costumes and stuff, a little bit of air just strikes something up and go down. I mean, it can happen. I mean, I don't know what it, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. And psychically, I'm not going to say what it is because I'm not even looking at it. I was looking at it for what it is. I just don't think that it would be the queen, that part. Who I don't knows? think it's I the queen know. either. The reason why I paid attention to it, okay, is because. But it's fun. Um, no, he, um, I was expecting him to play the. Um, there's a clip going around that people said the Grim Reaper was at the Queen's funeral and it went viral. And what it was, was it was somebody that was part of the church that this would be an official robe they would wear. And they did a lot of behind the scenes stuff. It was not the Grim Reaper. He was wearing a yeah. black cloak and he had on, damn, I'm trying to find this video because I really want to show you. There's some creepy you know stuff. What, when the Queen, when the Queen um, passed away or left, um, you know how many um how many comments i had asking me all kinds of questions about oh is she famous in heaven now and this that and the other thing and no. just, i know I, I explained that um i think what a lot of people think that how you see everything now is how it is always and it's not uh so people are not famous outside of here so if if you think if you're, if you're trying to be famous here because you think you're going to be famous afterwards, no, <laughs> do, it because you want, do it because you want to do it here and just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, I think this one was in the second video, but I'm going to show you this one. It was funny because this is another one. Dave and I were talking briefly about this is, well, I'll play the one before and then there's one with a cat and I don't think the cat started this fire because sometimes he tends to blow things out of proportion. But hang on, we'll pause it. Okay, pause. Okay, we'll full screen it and then we'll add it because this one. There we go. I, I'll tell you after what I see. Okay, sorry. Hang on, guys. I should have made us uh, smaller. So hang on. Or us bigger while we do that. I'll try and turn it up a little bit. Cats were thought to be able to predict the future or bring good luck. In others, they were believed to be able to communicate with the spirits of the dead. In many cultures, black cats were particularly associated with witchcraft and were often thought to be familiars of witches. 
So how do you explain this bizarre sighting? Did the cat really start the fire? Or is there another more grounded explanation for what's going on here? Share your theories with one another in the comment section down below. I think that video does more of this. I think that video does more of a disservice. Strange one. It's some security footage. It's good. It's good to um, to show videos like this because no, no, I know people. I'm saying for the for the thing about with black cats, um, black cats are the number one animal that is hurt around Halloween, or people will literally kill them or hurt them because they hear this stupid stuff. Um, that's why I don't think that cat started it. I will say something he said in there that I believe to be absolutely true. When he said some people think that cats are familiars, cats are familiars. I think they but are. But you know what I think it is? I think what it is is that it was smoldering. It was a smoldering pile of garbage, and the cat went it. over because of their sense of smell and curiosity, and then it mm-hmm. just started to flame up and he ran away. That's what I think happened. That's I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to agree with you on that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was trying to find this video clip that I seen of all these people disappearing. We'll see if this is it. Uh, No, this was a, he has, so, oh, this is it. I found it. I found it. You guys, I found it. Yay. Yay. Okay. Let's get it right to the right spot. Okay. Um, Let me turn up the volume for you. Okay, now we're going to share it. Okay, please. This has gone viral. I'm going to read Brandy Reader's comment quickly. Uh, This was about the queen. So she says, if it were a spirit, I feel like it would be a child playing, though I feel like it's just air circulation. Honestly, I'm leaning towards that too, since that the candle flame was also moving. Okay, but it still was interesting because it was still fun to watch. Yeah. But it actually have- still is. It still is weird. It still is weird to have something just come up by itself. Well, no. Plus, it depends how stiff that straw was, right? Like if it yeah. was fabric, it would just waver. But if it was straw, you could see if the wind caught it, it could lift it up. Well, I want to ask a question. This is what I would ask if I was investigating that. Do they put some sort of fixative or hairspray on that to keep it from blowing in the wind? And maybe that one piece just came undone and then the wind was blowing it. I don't know. Cause I don't know what those headdresses are made of or anything. Or, yeah. Okay. So I wonder. Yeah. So Roger says we Latinos believe that a black cat is good luck. Yes. And people well, Latinos are Latinos absolutely correct. As always. You and are. they are changing their views people about black cats i love black cats brandy i am going to agree with you but i didn't catch it right at the beginning because he just kept repeating the same clip that i showed at the end of it there was no smoldering but if it had been maybe smoldering underneath because i'm going to share brandy's comment because she does have a good point she says i don't know of any cat that would willingly go towards something smolder like smoldering we had an arson house fire when i was younger and our cats either ran and hid or tried to get outside so what's your comments on that, Dave? Hmm. Well, there's a lot of stuff in the story we don't see. This is why I always tell people, you can't say everything from a clip. One, there's no, there's no, um, there's no audio to that clip, correct? So no, there's just no, him narrating. There's no, there's no audio. It could have been something else. Somebody might have had maybe they lit a little firecracker it was thrown over there or maybe something was over there maybe there's a cigarette over there if it was a cigarette 
the cat would, my cats will walk towards a cigarette. I guess they would. Um, they walked some towards cat, the fire. But there was no smoke. There was no smoke There's coming no from smoke. that pile. I can replay it again, you guys. And you can watch him play it. There was nothing coming from that. The cat went over there, sort of smelled, stepped back, and you just see these flames come out of nowhere, and then it gets quite... See, I, and the other thing is I never, ever, ever saw the cat reach into his pocket and grab his lighter. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I don't. David. But so I really don't. I, I, I don't. I wouldn't think that a cat would do that. And I don't believe that black cats start fires. Um, no. Although that would be, you know what? If I could train my cats to go start a fire. It was Salem. Maybe it was Salem's. From yeah. Salem. The only so, one of my cats I think that would start something on fire would be Carmel. Carmel could be devious. Look at that face. Yeah. When the pool added if there was food in it, the cat was could be smelling the food. They could be, but cats have a really incredible sense of smell. Not quite as great as dogs, but they do. So I, you know how curious some cats can be. Like you guys all have great points here. That's why we put these clips up. Yeah, we can find out. To inspire conversation, what do you guys think? Let's talk about it. For people listening, if you're wondering where we've gotten the clips from, they are from Slapped Ham. Is that Carmel? It's Carmel. Hi, Carmel, because I didn't even see him, because uh, Kelly Hopkins says, oh, my God, David's kitty is so adorable. All his kitties oh, are adorable. You. No, we're not talking yes. to you. No, my dog. Okay, so this is the video clip that has gone viral. and. It's hard to watch because you literally have to watch it numerous times because there's four cameras. But so people are disappearing. I just picked one camera and went back a couple times to look. But then it happened again. And you can I'm going to turn up the volume so you can hear the um, people's reaction to this. I don't think this is fake. Um, so hang on here. Let's get this bigger. We're going to put it full screen. I want to make sure I got the volume up so you guys can hear this because it's pretty loud or it's, you need to hear the volume with, cause you can hear what's going on. So are we on screen? I want to make sure. Yes, we are. Okay. Let me play it. It's not that long, but I'll play it. That's what I was looking for. A few weeks ago, we featured a strange video that seemed to show people disappearing from a hospital security camera. Take a look. Well, now more strange footage has surfaced, this time from four different security cameras located in New York City. This one's easier to see because he's going to show you. <laughs> Within the first few seconds, several people seem to simultaneously disappear from each view. So you can see what happens. The footage doesn't seem to have been edited either as the other people continue moving naturally. The only thing that changes is that some of them seem to notice the ones who have disappeared.
This is a perplexing series of clips, so we'll throw this one over to you, the viewers, for final judgment. Is the whole thing just a cleverly crafted hoax, or is there something otherworldly at play here? Post your opinions in the comment section down below. So I don't know. What do you think? That's pretty freaky, don't you think? It is freaky. I'm gonna. Well, this is my two cents worth. I think stuff like this does happen, and I think that it does because we are living on different timelines and can switch and all that. Although, with that being said, the second video, no, that second video, not no, no, don't believe that one at all. The first one, the first one, I that one looks good. The hospital. Uh-huh. The hospital one to me, that one, I have, I looked at that, I stared at that. I was like, hmm, that one's really good. I noticed too many different things. And but I don't, I mean, this is just my opinion, you guys. It doesn't mean I'm right. I could be completely wrong. And all those people disappeared and they're in Narnia right now. I have no clue. But I did notice this. There was some awfully bad acting going on in some of the background shots. And I, you have to watch each one. And I just happened to watch that one and caught it. And it was the one where the dude was on the steps and the guy came out of the shop wearing the white shirt. That's where, that's where I'm like, hmm. I only, I've been, I had, I had the luck of doing a couple commercials when I first moved here and I lived in Charlotte and I was on this one show. Um, it was, it was like a hillbilly, it was like a hillbilly cop show and it's supposed to be a reality show. And, and I watched it a couple of times before I ended up being a, 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 an extra on it. And I was like, Oh my God, this entire thing is freaking fake. And it was, and it was like people saying things and doing things, these cops. And I just caught that in one of the ones and I could be wrong, but the first one, I would like to see the first one again, the hospital one. Do you want me to replay this? Yeah, can you play that one? That one I don't I have the I don't have the original clip because I just found this just before we went live and I sent it to myself. That one that that one that you did that the first thing okay, you showed me say video. though that I don't know what to think because I know these things can happen. Yeah, and yeah. again, you know what? It was Mark Foster, I believe, last week, and we had shared a clip. I think it was on our show, and and he had said. He, he basically was very um, skeptical of it. And he said, I have questions. Or maybe it was on the Angel Rock it was. I know it was on the Angel Rock. And we were. I was saying yes. And David would say the same. And so would I. If we take it just at face value, though, we take it for what it is. But we would have a ton of questions, questions yeah. about this, right? Okay, so let me play it again. I'll make it bigger. But I'd like, I'd like the fact that somebody put that out there because if somebody could say that was real, this is the one that that one bothered me. But the one, this one, I saw too many instances where it was weird. But I, that's just me. I, there are certain things I'd look for. I've just learned human behavior so well. It's just like watching people move. I'm like, hmm. The way I take it is that I believe the truth will the the truth will reveal itself. Eventually, yeah, eventually. eventually it will. Yeah, it will. In oh. the meantime, it's just to keep our minds open. Did you open. hear that weird noise in here? I never heard that the first time. It's towards the end when he's replaying the street thing, and it almost sounded like a hmm or something. I heard it. I know oh. I did. 
Maybe it was just on my end. I don't know. Let's see. Cause I never heard that before. I'm going to read chatting quickly before I replay. She goes, I wish I worked in this hospital because she's a nurse. She goes, I'm good with disappearing at any point in the shift. And then she said, my luck though, work would consider my disappearing as a quote unquote unpaid break and take it off my check. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. That's hilarious. Okay. I, I wish, yeah. I'd disappear in a hospital too. Okay, so this is the hospital. It start. I will have to try and find the hospital clip maybe for next week. You're on it. Oh, and you're she, on it right now. Yeah, but he said he covered this a couple weeks ago. Oh, and this is a follow up. Just let me make sure the volume's up. Yeah, have a listen again. So oh, I'm going to play it right now. A few weeks ago, we featured a strange video that seemed to show people disappearing from a hospital security camera. Take a look. That was a lot of people. The thing that weighed that one now, more interesting. More strange footage has surfaced, this time from four different yeah. security cameras located in New Okay, what were you saying, Dave? Sorry. I was going to say in the first one, that what made that one more interesting to me, whether it's real or not, I mean, I don't know if it's real or not, you know, but I, yeah. I, en I enjoyed watching it and it made me think when I saw the, the, the blips in the recording. Did you see them? Yeah, but was it a glitch? Because we that's know what I mean. It was a, that's what it felt like a glitch. Yeah, it felt glitchy. And I wondered, it's like, hmm, maybe in the real world we could get a glitch and move over. Um, and so it's either a glitch of the camera that happened at that time, or somebody put that glitch in there to make it look better, or it was staged and that's what they did. Who knows? There's no way to know until you actually if 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 you walked up to the people who own those and said, may I please investigate this? And if they said, no, I go, okay, gotcha. But if okay, they said, sure. I'm going to laugh at this clip because I know what you're going to say, but whether this is a mask or what it is, this would freak me the, you know what out if this happened outside my window, this is just creepiness. Okay. I'm not even. Now, Brandy, I agree. Brandy, I did the same thing. Brandy, you got to read the comment, David. Oh, I'm sorry. Brandy says the lines across the edge of the screen. I keep focusing on those. Yeah, that's what I was focusing on too and watching stuff. There's certain things to look for in cameras when you're watching a video. I do outside. know. Yeah. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. That was all I'm going to say. Go ahead. I was going to say, though, I do know electronic uh, equipment can. It can glitch though, right? So, but that's why we share these. And sometimes we yeah. share really creepy stuff because it will, um, it's a good way to learn about for people that aren't in a paranormal world to be able to learn how to tell the difference. And it's a good thing. And it's a good way to know. We try to tell you guys too that like not everything is scary. Some well, stuff is creepy. Sorry, I have a delay, you guys. I forget to tell you. So it sounds like I'm talking over Dave and I'm sorry. Um, this, I'm not calling this paranormal, but I'm calling it creepy. See what you guys think. So we're talking creepy factor. See what y'all think, okay? Look how start. These are videos you can never watch at night. We all know how there's some videos where you just can't watch them at night because they're that scary. Well, in this series, I'll be showing you all of those videos. So be ready to get terrified.
Well, I know I'm not sleeping after watching that video. This video has been going viral recently and nobody knows the origins of it. It shows what appears to be a ghostly woman standing outside of some man's window at night. And she says something took her daughter and did this to her. But nobody knows what that is. The man who uploaded the video hasn't updated anybody on if he's seen her again or if he's okay, leaving people to worry about him. But I can't imagine looking out my window at night and seeing this. Okay, hang on. I gotta I wonder, close it off. I, what I want to know, what I want to know, videos you... update is, is did the guy finish his acting lessons? Because he sucked. Now I agree with you, though. What a hilarious! That is a scary mask. I tell That's you, what I'm even, talking about. I said, it, yeah. okay, so Shannon, uh, she goes. Sometimes it is a paranormal. It's just a dog with long toenails. Oh, I know why she put that. Okay, now I gotta yeah. share this with you. So Lois, who passed away, Shannon, you popped in after we talked about her. Um, I left Shannon a message about it because she knew Lois as well. And so she says to me, I left because I voice message everybody because I talked to so many people. She says, I think you need a new lighter. And she was being a smart aleck on the phone about it, right? Or I, I mean, on the message back. And I message her back and I go, I, I wasn't trying to light a lighter. And then I'm going, I don't know, maybe it's Lois letting us know she's there. I was joking. But then I said, my dog is running around the background, though. Is that maybe what you're hearing? Because my dog has had a pedicure, but she needs another one. Her nails are yeah. long. And so that's why she put that in there. <laughs> oh, it's not a demon. She didn't cut her dog's toenails. You know what it's like? Yes. Okay, so I knew that it wasn't paranormal. But the reason why I shared this is like goes, they have a mask on and you could tell from the eye cutouts. Sometimes human beings, there's a lot of clips I saw today that are much more terrifying than anything in spirit. Would that not freak you guys out if something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. I agree. It's like, I agree with the mask type thing. I, mm -hmm. I, I loved that the hands were kind of freaky. I thought they did a good job on the hand because I mm -hmm. loved the hand. I did. I'm like, that's a good one. I think, I think to me, a disembodied hand is scarier than anything. I really do. I um, just thought it was freaky and creepy. I'm trying to see what this one, I'm trying to remember what this one is because this is from Monday. Oh, I think this is something out in the woods. This is from Slapped Hand. I think. Give me a minute. And that poor oh. kid, his hair is worse oh, yeah. than mine. I thought I, had, I thought I had McDonald's hair. I thought I creepy. had McArch's. Hi, hey, Kevin. I got here. Okay, so this is creepy stuff supposedly found out in the woods on camera. See what you guys think. Like I said, I don't try to tell you what it is. Neither does Dave. I want to hear what you guys think. If it's obviously fake, and I've talked with Dave about this before, sometimes it's a good idea to show fake stuff because even people who are well-versed in the paranormal can add their two cents worth in here to say this is why it's fake. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, please. Yeah, by all means. Okay, so Brandy. Speak up, you guys. 
She goes, a random person peering in anyone's window would make, would freak you out for sure. Yeah, but the voice and the mask and the fingernails, that, ugh. I can tell you guys, I'm 58 years old and I had was just about to turn eight years old one year, um, obviously one year, like just a few years ago. No, it wasn't. It was 50 years ago. And my bedroom window was pretty high up in our house and I was doing my some homework or something and it was dark and these teenage boys were climbing up the side of my house going in, like looking in my window to try and see me. That still to this day freaks me out to think about when it. I would, oh, I got one of those. You remember the movie Salem's Lot? It was a book and then it was a movie. It was like in the 70s. I don't I watch think, this kind of movies, I guess. It's called Salem's Lot. And if anybody's ever seen Salem's Lot, when the, when the brother of the kid, um, he gets turned into a vampire and he floats up to this window and he's outside the window asking to come in. And I was seeing that as a kid, I swear... I did not look out my window for the longest time because it really bothered me. Okay. Can it I ask you just now, Dave, I wasn't mm -hmm. quite looking because I usually stare at the camera rather than right down, but I saw the corner of my eye. It looked like there was a shadow that peeked in from the right hand of the screen. Did anybody else see that? It would be your left. Like here or here? No, other side of it there. Yeah. Here? No, this other side. side. Nope. Yes. I caught it out of the corner of my eye. I don't know. It didn't. It didn't feel it's creepy. Like I was seeing things, but I thought I saw something poke its head in and then poke out. Did anybody else see that? I don't know. It was weird. We'll have to go back. That's but, where the guys when I was on uh, with uh, Jonathan, and then when I was on their podcast, we oh, had I remember that on talking with the source with JK forty seven with Jonathan, yeah. who's going to be on same place, same place too. It's always on my left. I swear to God, because I seen it out of the corner of my eye. And when I looked down, it had already popped out. And maybe it was you, though. Maybe, yeah, but you weren't leaning back. You'll have like, to look at I it. Mean, looked like somebody. Like, okay, so if it was this way, right? But from the other side, it looked like they just sort of popped in and popped out. I don't know. I don't know. So Kevin, well, either way, let's read these comments and then we'll get to the next one. So Kelly says, there's nothing more creepy than a face looking at you through your window. You're darn right there That's isn't. Right. So Kevin used to love this movie you were talking about. Well, you David. know that movie. Do you remember that scene, Kevin? Because that one, that bothered me for when I was a kid. But you know what? I think it bothered me most because I was seeing ghosts as a kid too. So mm -hmm. when I watched the TV show, that was like, okay, this is not helping. This is not helping. Like but, I see caramel um, there, like I saw the movement, but I'm telling you, and it was out of the corner of my eye and it was really quick. It was like, and you, like when you moved back, I could see a shadow, but it was more behind you. This looked like it kind of just came in from the side of the screen and now I'm getting goosebumps. As Ooh. long as it's not behind my chair. Okay. Okay. So Kevin says, of course, I was not looking damn. Well, well, I marked it down. We'll have to go back through the video because there's always videos on YouTube and Facebook, wherever we're streaming, to, excuse me, streaming to. And then Kelly says before, I, excuse me, I got the hiccups. Before we play uh, the next step, he goes, I want to get you and David here to do paranormal research on my house. Well, we don't have to be there. We could actually do it distance wise. Yep. 
Do you think it is Brandy? Brandy says she just went back. That's why I asked. So first I'll read Kelly's comment and then yours. Uh, she goes, the thing Steve-O, her hubby, and her C here is ridiculous. And you have caught some interesting pictures you've sent me. So Brandy goes, she just went back and she, think it's, she thinks it's from David talking with his hands, causing a shadow. Okay, thanks, Brandy. I will definitely be. back too. No, look, like it looked like a, a head and not even a shoulder, just like it had popped in and popped out. Kevin says he's going back to take a look too. Thanks for looking, Brandy. Maybe that's all it was. Because when I'm doing the show, I'm not staring at David. I'm staring at my camera because if I'm looking at David, I look like I'm looking down. Yeah. It's looking at the, the creepiest thing to date that happened in my house. Well, that's creepy. Creepy, I'm gonna say that because I get a lot of stuff like talking with the source was creepy. Yeah, that mm -hmm. um when um when um oh gosh, what was he gonna say now? Okay, the gnome thing that happened, I've said it's on our it's on one of our episodes, you can hear about it. Uh the gnome thing wasn't creepy, I thought that was kind of cool, but the one was the laughing with the cats. That oh, one that is where I was yeah, I was sitting in my like right where I am now and right straight down this hall. It's, oh, it's I just, forgot about that. Yeah, my cats are out there playing, jumping around on each other. And I'm just sitting here as on my phone or something, and I hear <laughs> I hear like this laugh. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it actually got me. I actually stopped when I was doing I said, Who's here? I actually I thought somebody got I literally thought maybe my dad was over it came in the house oh, and I was amazing. But yeah, that was was that, that with the piano though? I said to you, I almost felt like something was attached. Yeah, oh yeah, and I did try it. No, I don't think it was the piano. I think it was just something here. That piano's still sitting under there. I haven't touched it again though. Who knows? Maybe it still is, but that was the only thing that's happened that was weird. I didn't get it. Um, okay. So, okay. So Kevin asks, how can you rewind the live? Don't you have to wait till it's over to rewatch? I do. And David does other people. You can just say you're on fate. You're on YouTube. Just go back to Facebook, go to my profile or David's group. Um, you can go to UFO paranormal radio and United public, the Facebook page anywhere. And you can rewind it. So I know what you're saying, though, Z Sun Dragon, when something's live, right? It's, it looks like it's live, but you can back it up if you want to take a look. You can. You can even do it on YouTube if you want. And yeah, you can do it in my Facebook group, too. You can back it up. We just can't do it here. So Shannon says, I just went back and looked, and she says she didn't see anything lore either, just a shadow from him moving. Okay, maybe that's all it was then. Um, let's see. No, I, I don't oh, know what case. No, I don't. We're not going to get into that tonight. No, um, yeah, I didn't get a case. I don't know a Casey at all. Well, we're not going to get into that. We no. don't don't do. Uh, we're not doing readings or getting yeah. into anything like that. Uh, so Kelly so says the recent activity that happened here was there was a very nasty spirit here who literally cut my black tourmaline bracelet off me, my right wrist while I was sleeping. I woke up next to my black tourmaline bracelet laying on the floor interesting Ooh. well it depends what it was made out of i guess and stuff like did you see like it looked like it was snipped kelly or could it have broken oh she says there was nothing wrong with the string it was perfectly fine interesting so kevin says i will watch it over later because i want to stay here while you're live lol <laughs> well we want you here kelly, while I, don't, I don't know <laughs> kelly i gotta tell you uh, stuff like that 
I had told Laura Lee about this. I had lost one of my earrings. Oh, that's that I was just wearing two earrings. I lost one of my earrings. Lost, gone. It is nowhere to be found. Okay, it's never going to be found. And I put uh, I put the other one on on top of this little like stand that's next to my bed. And I thought, well, maybe I'll find it one day. Maybe I won't. Whatever. But anyway, that was like over a year ago or something. And I vacuumed and done everything. But one one day I walked into my bathroom and I looked down and I was thinking about that earring. I had just looked at that earring up there. And I go in my bathroom and look down and there's the earring. And I thought to my, the first thing I thought to myself was my cat knocked it off the shelf and dragged it into the bathroom. Okay. Cause my cats, you know, play with jewelry. So I picked up the earring and I went to go put it back on the shelf and I'm like, Oh wait, the other earring's still there. And that's the ones I got in my ear ever since you can't see them, but I've got them in back and I've never taken them back out again, but it's weird when stuff like that happens. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know why it did, nor do I care. I got my earrings back. So that's all I really care about. thing, though, that was coming on TikTok um, a couple months ago in the summertime. People were calling it Glitch in the Matrix. Okay, this mm. were their titles, not mine. But they were, now we have to take their, their word for it because there was a lot of them where people were like really unusual items. There was only one of a kind. And oh, I'm getting goosebumps. That's not cold, as I'm starting to tell you. And they would go to bed and the next morning there would be two of them or ear like iPad iPods that are really expensive. And, and um, they only had one pair and then all of a sudden two were showing up and it usually involved, it seemed like they oh, lost yeah. it. And then did you, did you see that Dave? There was a lot that would show yeah. up and they didn't, didn't you have something like that happen as well? I'm trying to remember because I think I did. I think that's why I started looking. I think you did. I think you did because you told me yeah. about it a long time. Oh, I I heard a theory one time and it's just a theory and it's not mine. But I heard a theory about things getting lost. And, mm -hmm. and it went behind what spiritual people know is that we focus our reality. So anything that is coming from the inside is what we see on the outside. And somebody had said, if we strongly believe that we lost something, we're not going to see it, even if it's right in front of us. And people, and, and I was like, I don't know. Cause it's like, what about everybody else? It's like, well, if they believed you too, they wouldn't see it. And I'm like, well, I guess that makes sense. But I think your things were moved around just like mine. I don't well, think my brother. Okay. Not my brother. Sorry. Um, I was going to say, well, see, now I lost my train of thought here, but these, okay. So what you're saying, right. And if there are alternate realities and dimensions, timelines, and we can mm -hmm. switch them without realizing we could very well do that because there would be an exact same version, maybe doing different things could be whatever, every possibility. So it could still be there when you, that's what I was going to say. When you said about, if you really truly believe it's lost and you can't find it, well, that's the saying my eldest always has. He always says, if my mom can't find it, nobody can find it. Like the whole house could look. And if I really yeah. can't find something, that's the big thing in our family, right? It's lost, but I can usually find it. But the thing is that this is weird when it shows back up again or that you have two. And the people that I watched that were doing this, these were expensive items. Like they weren't like, you know, like, and especially like an antique that there's only mm -hmm. one of, and all of a sudden you've got two. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. You're telling me about that. Mm-hmm. I know that stuff is really weird. There's so many ways to think about it. And I personally can't tell you and I can't sit here and tell you which one is absolute true because I don't know. I can get like an idea. But even even if you even think about it, you wonder if like you could be on this timeline where you have the earring and then you were in another timeline where you lost the earring, went back to the original timeline where you're like, you don't remember you lost it. You just don't have another earring. And then you slide back over again. Who knows? I okay, don't know. The school experiments. Think about that over in the UK. The, you yeah, the they would have stuff come out of nowhere that would drop. Nowhere. Yep. I think it happens a lot more than we think we do. People are sharing their experiences in the chat, but I can tell you, and I've told the story a gazillion times on here and everywhere else, where how it first started activity in our house after my crazy dream, you'd be going to go out somewhere and there was a big bookshelf in my old house right by the door and the keys were always there. You'd see them there. You put your phone down there, bend down to put your shoes on, stand up and the keys are gone. You tear the house apart thinking you're going crazy. You can't find them. So you say, fine, I guess I'm not going out. And then you go back an hour or two later to go get the newspaper or flyers or something. And there's your keys right where you left them. So how does that happen? Yeah. And I do know this too. This one I do know has been told to me by many spirits. Spirits sometimes have moved or changed things for reasons too, like keys, like not being able to find your keys for 10 minutes. And then all of a sudden finding them only to find out if you would have left your house 10 minutes earlier, you could have been in this really bad car accident. So things like that can happen that, that I'm a strong believer in that's happened to me, but. My, sorry, my son was in here. I, I, you know what, my son, you guys have seen him before the one with autism and it's so funny. And David's so sweet to my son after the show, he always talks to him and my son, Justin looks forward to it, but he starts doing this right towards the windup of the show. Are you done yet? Are you done yet? And he has no reason. Cause he, what does he come in for five minutes? Say hey, Dave, just to make sure we're done. Yeah, we're all done. He's so funny. We like the same cookies. We're the same cookie. We're both cookie monsters. Yes. And David's so sweet to Justin. He really is. And I really appreciate that. Because we have the same mentality. I think that's why we're both silly. And you both had today. This isn't, this isn't spiritual and this isn't terrible, but if I had to wish there's a thing at the foot of my bed, I wish it would be a bunt cake because today I went to everything bunt cakes. Have you ever been there before? Do you guys have one? Do you have have one in Canada? It's called nothing bunt. Bunt cake, B-U-N-D-T. Well, I've had bunt cake and I know what it is, but no, I don't think we have that. Oh yeah, we have a, oh God, we have a place in the States called Everything Bunt Cake and they make these little bunt cakes and they have the best cream cheese frosting and they're so good. Oh my goodness. And yeah, yeah, Nicole says they're so good. Yes, me and my mom went. I had the pumpkin one because it's fall. And Brandy goes, oh, he's excited to chat with David. Well, you know what's so sweet about everybody that knows my son has been very sweet. They always pop on and say hi. But my son finds it hard because he's still limited with some of his verbal skills. But he will sit and talk to David. And he loves to talk to him. He loves to pop. And David's so sweet to him. So I always thank him. David goes, no, of course not. And he's super, super sweet to him. So I appreciate that. You guys, we are almost out of time. Do you want me to try and play this quick? clip or should we just wind down what do you want to do well i think we well you could try okay we'll Go try we'll do a quick we'll, we'll do a quick we're gonna leave we're, we'll leave you with questions how's that 
Okay. Yeah. We, we still have other clips. We got tons of stuff and it's fun for you guys. This was off of TikTok. I forgot to mention the last one. Okay. This guy on TikTok, what's his name? So I can see it. Oh, this is a, I, I, you guys, I swear I'm not on a slapped ham kit, kick. I have not watched this guy in years. And this came up on TikTok, believe it or not. Let, uh, let me play it. And then I got, it's only 20, um, oh, sorry. It's only 24 seconds long. So we got time to play it. So this was terrifying real camping videos that will give you chill. Over there, look, 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 look. Over oh, there. This is hard what the to hell? See. Oh. I'll say it one more time quickly. <laughs> Over there, look, 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 look. Over there. You see that? What the hell? What is that? <laughs> oh. What was that? Do you know what that was? No. There's that Safana. I think that's Safana that. I mean, I don't know if there's someone screaming in the background or yacht, but. Well, screaming, I, I, I wasn't too freaked out, though. But the thing that. Yeah, I like the production value of it. So. What's that? I don't know what slap. I don't know if somebody thought that that guy was going to slap him, that he slapped somebody, or. Was that what you no, thought would happen at the end? Like he got hit? Woods. No, it was the thing in the woods. It almost looked like oh, a Oh, walking in the woods? I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't see it really well. I didn't know if it was like a, supposed to be like a see-through thing or if I just wasn't seeing it very well. Yeah, it looked kind of like the movie The Predator. Like it kind of looked like kind of like a heat signature. I wasn't, the, you know what? You can hear things in the woods and Dave can attest to us having come from Wisconsin yeah. that are the most scariest, creepiest things you've ever heard. And bunnies, bunnies, bunnies and foxes. Foxes are really scary at night to hear. And I love foxes, but boy, when coyotes, they make noises, coyotes, all kinds coyotes, of things. bunnies make a really weird sound too. What I'll do, you guys, I have to run out right after this. Somebody in my city is actually selling some resin molds that I've wanted for a long time. So I arranged I'll go there right after the show tonight. But I'll try and remember. And what I'll do, there's a banner for the show on Facebook. And I'll send, I think Dave has some of these clips. If he doesn't, I'll send them to him. Maybe he can try and post them wherever if he yeah. wants to. But you Eventually, guys let's, we had, a, well, and let me quick say this real quick. We had an idea, you guys, and if this is something that people live want to do, we were going to start a, like a Facebook page yes. Yes. And, and put and download some of the clips and stuff that we use and put it on the Facebook page. And then also it can be a place where you guys can ask sure. questions and we'll see them. Or you can post videos to us and we'll use them. Or your so if something you guys want. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to do that. It all in the same place. And then after the show, we can, I think we should do that probably. Kevin saying anxious to rewatch. Cole saying, I love that idea. Well, let us know. And I apologize, guys. I don't mean to talk over Dave. And it's my fault because, like I said, that wind mm -hmm. is crazy out there. 
of Heather added pheasants are scary. You guys, we got to run. It always goes by so quick on Thursdays. So very quickly, uh, stay tuned if you're enjoying the paranormal because the outer realm is up next live with Michelle and Dero um, Michelle DeRoger and uh, Amelia Pisano. It's the second night of the outer realm. And you guys always got great guests, great spooky talk too. So stay tuned. Dave, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and TikTok under the name uh, Medium David Hansel. And um, I have a bunch of people who copy my account. So if it's got to have like 94, 95,000 followers or it's not me, um, you can go to my website, theywhispertome.com or my Facebook group, The Spirit Experience, or my YouTube channel, The Spirit Experience, if that's not your, where you're watching this from. Keep in mind that Laura Lee and I will never, ever, ever DM you or solicit readings through private messages, okay? Absolutely. Everybody says they like the idea about the group, so, or page. We'll see what one's easier for us to set up, but we will set it up no, and then... No. You know, we can post all this for people listening. You can go there. You can find it easily. I think that's what we'll do. So if you ever want to get a hold of me, you can get a hold of me on facebook.com forward slash angel rock. You've got a guest idea show suggestion. Same for Dave, where he said you guys can send it to him too. Also, um, if you ever want to book a reading, I do energy healing. I do mentoring and teaching. No charge for paranormal help. Or like we said, with missing and lost people and all those kind of things. We do that as well, both of us. Also, I have two groups on Facebook, Paranormal University for all things paranormal and the Angel Rocker Tribe for more of the spiritual stuff. Just so you guys know, tune in Monday night. Jonathan was in here earlier, Jonathan Keyworth. We are doing two hours on the Angel Rock, uh, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're doing two hours of ITC, intertrans communication, spirit boxes, spirit devices. And then folks, I'm almost booked into February already. We're going back to guests, but over the holidays, I think we're going to keep those open so we can all hang out together. Right, Dave? That's absolutely correct. So once again, like you guys, if you're interested, whoever listening, if you're interested in a reading from me, go to theywhispertome.com. The only place you can get a reading. I, I wasn't listening. I was paying attention. You should remind you. Tell people where. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I don't even think I said it. So, but That's anyway, cool. well, thank you, Shannon. Okay. We love you too. Thank you guys. No Remember, if you guys have show ideas, let us know what they are. We will get a group or a page up um, in get that going at some point we will figure it out we definitely will so are you ready first of all stay spooky yes okay. stay spooky everyone oh i'm gonna give them a shout out so roger's got i mentioned you guys earlier when faye was in this mug's for you roger's having jonathan key um keyworth on his show on saturday morning and i think it's at 11 30 a.m eastern 10 30 central so jonathan's a popular guy <laughs> <laughs> And I'll be walking on the red carpet one day. Yes. So stay spooky. And are you ready, Dave? Yep. One, two, three. What's, What's at the foot of your bed? I forgot. <laughs> you know what? You know what, everybody? Stay spooky and stare at the foot of your bed. Maybe one day there'll be something there. Don't forget your scary ghost stories over Christmas, too, because we want to do some oh, stories. Yeah, scary okay? ghost stories. All right, All right, guys. Love y'all. We'll see you on Monday and then next Thursday for sure, for sure. Okay. Take care. Take care. Have a good night.